Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 77. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week. I highly recommend you go check out mededmedia.com and see what we are doing over there with all of the podcasts that we're producing on the MedEd Media Network. This week, we're going to cover a grab bag of science questions to help you get a better score on the MCAT. All right, Brian, it's been a while since we've done a grab bag of science and fun stuff. So we got, uh, what, what kind of fun stuff did you throw together for us today? Yeah, we're, well, I, I took some of the, you know, the, the leftover bits of the turkey from the past few weeks of what we've been looking on and ma- made a nice turkey sandwich out of it. So we got a bio, we got a psych, we got a biochem, uh, all, all the test our recall and problem solving. I like it. All right. So if you want to follow along with this handout, the MCATpodcast.com slash 77 will take you to get the handout. Let's start with question 14. Which of the following structures develop from the mesoderm of the gastrula? Um, one, lungs. Two, red blood cells. Or three, cardiac muscle. And then, so it's a multiple choice one. A, two only. B, one and two only. C, two and three only. Or D, one, two and three. So number one, I hate these types of questions. Where they <laughs> ask you for okay. these. Um, and then number two, I completely do not remember any sort of, um, of this, whatever it's called. Yeah. The embryology. Embryology. That's the word. Embryology. Yes. I don't remember any embryology. Mm -hmm. So you got the endoderm, mesoderm, and ectoderm. Um, the mnemonic for mesoderm, uh, is I always think of movoderm, right? M M for move, M for meso. So the the movoderm is the mesoderm, and and the the reason I use that as my kind of mnemonic word for it is that the mesoderm develops all the things related to movement, and what I mean by that is how the body physically moves around, right? So bones and muscles, right? That's obvious. Movoderm moves your body around. The movoderm also develops how you move things around inside your body. Right? So circulatory system, right? Movoderm moves your body around. Movoderm, mesoderm also moves things around inside your body. And in fact, the mesoderm, the movoderm is so good that not only does it move your body around, move things around inside your body, it gives you the motivation to move. Because frankly, if my lazy butt is sitting on the couch and I'm, I'm binge watching Stranger Things on Netflix, there's only two reasons I'm going to get my lazy butt up off the couch. One, because I have to pee or two, because my gonads told me to. So the mesoderm 
mesoderm, the muvoderm also develops the urinary system and the gonads. All right. And so in this case. <laughs> so in this case, you talked about moving things within the the body as well. So red blood cells would include that, correct? Yeah, as part of the circulatory system. Circulatory yeah. system. So lungs. Would you include lungs with helping move oxygen around? Um, that's that's the question. question. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so no. Okay. <laughs> no, the, the, the lungs, uh, the, the other mnemonic for the endoderm, right? We remember that endo means inside. Mm -hmm. So if you can't remember and it's an internal organ, just guess endoderm. Okay. So then it would be two and three red blood cells and, oh, not cardiac muscle. Yeah. Cardiac muscle helps yeah, move things around. Absolutely. Um, yep. Yeah. All, in fact, all muscle, right? Yeah. Basically the, the, the. So the two and three are both part of the circulatory system. That's part of the movoderm, the yep. mesoderm. Okay. So there you go. C. So it'd be C. Yep. All right. Uh, all right. Let's go to a site question here. Site question number 13. One of Janice's eight characteristics of groupthink is self-censorship, the withholding of opposing information by group members. It's brought on by another one of Janice's characteristics, the pressure for conformity, which encourages uniformity of opinion and characterizes deviation from the group as disloyal. This self-censorship in the face of pressure and perceived loyalty is most similar to A, de-individuation, B, cognitive dissonance, C, repression, D, sublimation. So... De-individual individuation sounds like the right thing because if you're withholding opposing information um, and you are um, trying to encourage uniformity and, and not be disloyal, then you're removing your individual ideas and who you are. So that's what I would go with. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. Right, de-individuation de is losing that sense of self and behaving in a group in a way that you never would by yourself. Uh, and that's exactly what people tend to do in groupthink. They start altering the way they behave in a way they never would if they were on their own. Um, these other ones here, repression and sublimation, those are ego defense mechanisms. Uh, don't really have anything to do with a group. Uh, and cognitive dissonance is the unpleasant sensation of behaving in a way that is out of line uh, with your other behaviors or beliefs or uh, having a belief that's out of line with another belief. Um, and although someone who is in a group may experience cognitive dissonance, nothing in the question stem described conflicting beliefs. So there's nothing in the question about dissonance. All right. It's question 45. GTP is best classified as a member of which class of biological molecules? A, amino acids, B, peptides, C, nucleotides, or D, nucleic acids? And so GTP, I don't remember what that is. It's guanosine triphosphate, right. a cl close relative of everybody's favorite ATP. Adenosine triphosphate, yeah. Mm. And so... The question is, then, what is GTP? It's not an amino acid. Um, is it a peptide, nucleotide, or nucleic acid? Um, I'm going to guess and go with nucleic acid. 
So uh, you're, you're close. A nucleic acid is a polymer, though. You would have to have multiple units, right? A, C, C, G, T, U, whatever. Um, and this is just a single GTP molecule. So by itself, it's not a nucleic acid. It's a nucleotide, right, which is the, the base polymer unit. We want to remember that um, – we want to remember the difference between a nucleotide and a nucleoside, right? So guanosine itself, the sugar plus the nitrogenous base, so sugar plus nitrogenous base, that's guanosine, adenosine, and so on. That's a nucleoside. As soon as you start tacking on phosphates, it becomes a nucleotide. So GTP, ATP, you could even have CTP. TTP, UTP, you could, you could take any of those um, uh, nucleic acid building blocks of DNA or RNA, slap three phosphates on it, and it would become a nucleotide. All right. And then amino acids, obviously, those, those are easy ones. Peptides, how would you differentiate that? Yeah, so a peptide is a polymer of amino acids. All right. Yeah, Thanks. peptide's just a fancy way of saying a protein. All right, there you have it. Some mix of science questions for you. Hopefully that was helpful. You can take some of that and boost your MCAT score. I would love for you to share this podcast with a friend, a neighbor, a classmate, an advisor, whoever it may be. Let them know this podcast exists and that they should be listening to it as well. If you've listened to my pre-med years podcast, you know that the motto on that podcast is collaboration, not competition. Don't think by sharing this podcast, you are making it harder for you to get into medical school. That's not how this works. So go help somebody, and that karma juice will come back to you full circle eventually. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the MCAT Podcast. 